I wanted to record today uh, more. <laughs> I have I have done that in the morning, uh, but now I needed to. I wanted to recording something about what happened today. That uh, I got a postcard. I don't get any any mail or postcard from anyone but uh, so I'm wondering who had sent me a postcard and I check it I look it and read it and and it was from my daughter and she wrote only simple text she wrote me and said I felt like I wanted to write to you and tell you that I love you and you mean so much for me she wrote it to me and uh, for two three days ago she she, uh, she chat with me on Facebook, uh, but uh, it it was uh, it was Saturday or or Friday e- evening, and uh, it's always nice programs on television to watch. So I. I watch television so and it was interesting on television so I say to her that I was away from the computer and watch television so I didn't chat with her so much but she wrote me that that she wanted only to tell me how much she loved me so uh, something have happened, something uh, that have make her change her way to think, and um, and it's hard to know what it is, what have caused her to write these things because she had never done that before, and when she first when she chat with me on, on Saturday, Friday. I was thinking maybe it's something she wants to tell me. But it's hard to to talk to her as she lived live with in the church. And she she is uh, always uh, cleaning up or do something uh, in in some cleaning or bakery things for the church so there is coming people in and out and uh, I know, never know if someone is there and listen to us so it's hard to ask her and uh, she she is very strange in that way that 
she hold back. She never talk, talk uh, about her life or, uh, and especially she doesn't talk about other people. Uh, it, it's hard to get to know something about her father and uh, her half brother what's going on with them she never uh, tell and she was so when she was a child also there was a a girl that was like envy her and my daughter had early early <clears throat> in young age five six years old when she got eyeglasses and uh, and one day it was a girl that uh, pushed my daughter out for in the stairs and she fallen her glasses was broken and she could have got the glass in her eyes but she didn't and uh, I was very upset and wanted to know uh, who did that to her but she never said that it was always this you couldn't ask her how uh, who was mean to her like uh, in another episode I say that that my the teacher ask ask her why why she was she didn't have any friends in the school and it, it was hard to to know if someone was evil to her uh, her class was evil to her it was hard to know. Uh, we tried to to hear from her, but she had been the same the whole time. She, she was born like that to to not say anything about other people. Uh, not evil. Not uh, what if they have been evil, and uh, not when. Uh, not either if they were nice to her. She didn't say anything about anyone. <laughs> Not the good things they have done or bad things they have done. So, and uh, I was used with that. So it's hard for me today to ask her uh, what's going on. And uh, and uh, in it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter for me anymore. It's so very sad that I have been so used with uh, to be by myself and no one care and and I feel a little like a hope that she have changed her mind that she understand my life uh, what what have been going on in my life uh, 
and understand because she was with me when when the highest priest come and then God was talking to me. She was there. She could have been my witness about what happened. But she had not told anyone about it. So I have been angry about that. That she don't help me to, for people to come to understand that this is true because my daughter don't lie. She always say the truth. And if she had told the, the, the church that, that God come and talk to us or, or talk to me and she was in the room and heard it, I thought she had heard it, but I don't think she heard it. I think she heard only me talking to some someone in the air that she didn't see, and um, it, and uh, it I've been very surprised. She had been in her church uh, for five years, lived with the pastor, lived with those all the people in the church. And uh, it was her birthday, and uh, the whole church come and celebrate her on her birthday. And I was making food for this birthday party. And uh, when we sit and talk, I I say that I talk about Texas and... uh, and people be so surprised. What? What do you say? And I say that uh, Rebecca, my daughter, Rebecca, she had been in a school in Texas. She was in a school in Texas. We, we lived in Texas. And uh, they be so surprised because no one had talked. Uh, no one had known that. And my daughter's church is a cowboy church. They, they have their their name now is Lone Star, like the the state Texas, the flag there, and they have everything from Texas and the pastors, family and friends, those closest that got all the money. Uh, they they uh, visit Texas many times a, a year, uh, and then my daughter have not told them that she she have lived and been in a school in Texas. So that's how how my daughter is. So it's I can't tell that this. Is wrong with the church that do it because she have not wanted to to talk about it, but uh, but I think she must say something. Some, but she have not. She have been quiet, and only go 
a follower of the pastor and the church and not take anything for herself. She had been this perfect follower for for a pastor. She had given them very much money. She she don't earn any money from from the church, even if she worked there many many hours per week, almost twenty four hours per day. And uh, she don't get any money, and it's um, in the, I have checked it with the Swedish law. It's it says that uh, if uh, if there is an agreement to only help in the church, then they can't say anything. The the law is not wrong, so. They could use her to work hard, and uh, and they got the money from her hard work. And then she have her her father that is very wealthy, and she have called him and said she need needed some money, and then she gave it to the church. So they have got very much money from her. The, this church and it is a Jesus lover church. It's only Jesus. So she have not coming more forward. She have not developed anything in this. Uh, she come there about two thousand one. So twenty one years have she not moved forward and uh, as it is today what's going on very much around the world is that people today is tired of hearing the same uh, preaching the whole time in the church they they want to know more now they want to go forward and they don't, can't go forward in the church because they they are so frightened to lose those people that they get money from. So they stay with the same doctrine and same scripture and same preaching, same sermon the whole time. And uh, it doesn't work anymore. It has been working for many, many years to do this, uh, to repeat, repeat and repeat. But today is different. It's people have no, no time to sit and listen on old repeating things. They... It's uh, is this we have this dress with time uh, nowadays today the, so it changed the whole thing that we want to know more and we, we most of 
things uh, in life, subjects, topics, we can look at it on the internet and uh, see what's uh, going on. But it's, it's different with uh, religion. There is, um, you get the same answer, the same scripture, like in a church, and uh, and I I I think that uh, people scroll internet and try to find a new answer of of their questions. And they don't get it because it's exactly the same answer that is in the church as they have on on internet on their websites. So it makes people go away from from the church, go away from religion, and I think it's very sad if. If, if God lose people in that way so people not only walk away from the church or where they are in religion and not, and walk away f- or from everything uh, not only uh, those gathering places but also from God. And that's, it's a little scaring about it. Because as I have said, and we have heard it many times from the spirit world, that that we, we have a relationship with God. And if people break it and walk away from God, then... Is it that we lose that silver line the, to, to heaven that make them come here and help us? Then they go away because there is so many other planets where there is a living creature that need them also. So they can move away or only stand still and not do anything, not act anything. And uh, then are we doomed? Then is the devil's place this planet. So it's very, uh, I think it's very dangerous for us that it can be be very bad for this planet if we not change it and uh, help people to find out more than what they get from from the gathering place with those men that only want the money from people and uh, and hold I I believe when I was in the United States and was in the church 
uh, in different churches. And there was some preacher that look look like they holding back what they knew. I think it was true. I I felt it like that because they were very spirit filled pastors that I talked to. But uh, when they're preaching, they're preaching the same thing. So it, it was like uh, I heard from God uh, is telling me that they don't preach everything they know. And that the, it kicked them back. They kicked the church back. They, they bite in their own tail, like we say here in Sweden. They, they did wrong for themselves when they hold. They don't lie for people, but they hold back what they know more than what they preach. And that doesn't work today. And... Um, I was thinking I should talk about my daughter. There is some to talk about because I am not like her that holding back. And um, I was a proud mother because my daughter was very intelligent when she was a child. And uh, as I say, in another episode that she was picked out from her school to to go in a special school for more intelligent uh, children where the royals people were royals children were but then uh, and then the, the, those Students, her friends in the school, they envy her for traveling so much abroad that summer. And she find another school because she was thinking that that a Christian school could not be so evil. To her, bully her, so she come to that uh, church that had a school, and uh, and then she had been there in twenty one years, and um, so I wondering if it, she had started to be like. Uh, it is nowadays with young people that uh, they are tired of hearing the same thing. And um, I had never, I say, I had never problem with my daughter as a child. It was never anything I could, I can't say 
funny things about her when she was a child because she was so intelligent, she was so smart. So she didn't do that because she she knew what to do. And uh, I was talking about this with the flag and languages she could speak. And I thought it was very fun when she was uh, above four or five years old and her friends come to her and they look at watch uh, My Little Pony on television. And uh, it was in France, it was in English, it was in German languages. And my daughters, uh, her friends say, but uh, they don't speak Swedish, so I don't understand what they are saying. They, They say, and my daughter say, Hey, it's okay. I can translate for you," she said. She translated for them from French and German and English for them because we have this satellite disc with all the all the children programs from the whole Europe. I think we have four satellite disk on, on our house and it was open in that time all channels was open we didn't need to pay for it um, so and um, and then we she was two years old and she had just uh, be rid of the diapers and uh, we were we were traveling driving with the car down to the south of Germany on vacation and uh, of course she be tired she was uh, she was bored to sit in the car for hours Her, her father, he is like that. When he start the car, then he never stop. And and the, uh, our daughter be bored. She didn't want to sit in the car for many hours. So she started to to say that she need to go to the bathroom. And and uh, her father be very stressed, full of stress because she have no diapers, so he didn't want to have her pee in the car, and she be so very stressed, and, and took uh, our daughter to the bathroom, very running, <laughs> and uh, he say to me when he come in. Uh, and place her on the toilet chair. Then she only jumping and laughing, and she didn't. Uh, she was not. She didn't need to. To pee, and so. It was only that she wanted to go out from the car, and. Uh, 
and she did it. She did it uh, three times. Then the third times uh, we say that we uh, if you if you do these things for us uh, in the car jumping like that to say that you need to go to the bathroom we don't believe you and then you you pee on you on you if you doing these things you have to tell truly to us that you need to go to the bathroom we say it to her and she understood and she was only two years old so she didn't do that she said that normally to us that she needed to go to the bathroom and she she needed to do that so that's what's one of the fun with her but it was not like she didn't understood and we laugh about it it she never did any any things uh, she was she understood everything uh, what to do and uh, so um, it was uh, we had um, our pair we had a we were I, I wanted to start to work and so we needed to have someone that took care of or our daughter when she was about five years old four or five years old so we were to Poland we were to Poland and uh, we traveled around in Poland and we had first uh, placed an ad in in a newspaper that we we needed uh, our pair to be to take care of our child and the house when we were working so we were driving around in Poland and uh, in that time in um, in the uh, about 1990 1990 uh, there was people it was poor in Poland before they they had not uh, going join the European Union uh-huh. so they they were by themselves and and uh, going away from Russia and uh, they were poor uh, and uh, we were to to many home and in one room in one home and in some places in Poland they could the old people could speak German so we could talk to people in German and uh, there was a, we find an old woman walking around and we ask her about a address and we have been to 
to a village, a small village, and driving around, and we we find the address, but that doesn't fit into a house. It doesn't look like a house. It looked like a, so no one could live there. It was it was hole in in the. It was houses of wood, and it was hole in the wood, so the the snow and the rain could come in in inside the house. Uh, so no one could live there. We were thinking, and but that woman, she she go, she go with us in our car because everyone was uh, impressed of our car. We have a Volvo, pretty new Volvo car. Everyone was, wow, what a car. So she wanted to go with us in the car. And she she showed us that the same house that we were saying to each other, no one can live there. So we, we went down into that house and... Uh, they had uh, animals inside their home. Now I have been to Kenya, so uh, I'd be not surprised when I saw that in Kenya. But uh, this was the first time we saw that they let animals be inside the home, inside the kitchen. Uh, it was running, those chicken was running around there and it come in a, a pig and they put the pig away, don't go out with you and it was uh, filthy and um, and suddenly I got, I be very ill because I got the flea from those chicken and those animals that was so filthy. And I was full of red marks all over the body. But the man in the house, he helped me to to clean it up. So it uh, went down very fast on me. But it was a little scary out there in the poor village and there is no doctor if it had happened something with me and and it was this man's wife that wanted to come to Sweden and uh, and she had had children but they were the youngest maybe was 10 years old so she wanted to go go with us to Sweden. But that was not what we wanted for our daughter. She, she was not so good in English either to talk to. And we were driving around in Poland and... Uh, we come to this 
young girl that we accepted for her to come to to Sweden and work for us. And uh, her her mother was uh, by herself with uh, two young girls. And uh, they have no refrigerator, for example, for for the milk to place it in. I'm wondering, where where do you have, where do you store milk and butter and those things that need to stay cold? I said to to this young girl that was good in English. And she said, we eat it up, and if if we have left over, we threw it away. And uh, it was hard for me. I have uh, grown up to, uh, and my mother always said to take care of the food, to store uh, leftover food and not throw it away. So it's was shocking for me to know, no wondering they were poor. And in that time when the mother was working in some industry and in Poland in that time they got one liter milk every day from their job. So at least the family could get milk. But it was not uh, not uh, done like it was like uh, taken directly from the cow, so there's much bacteria in it that was not good for us. But as we had lots of money when we were in Poland, we buy water for us to drink and uh, not eat so much of of the food if it was not really hot food so the bacteria was gone in the food and then we eat so i i learned about i should not say that to because many many people in other countries they eat eat uh, inside uh, in here uh, chic chicly in english chicly this incest is inside swine and chicken and this i thought it was only mexican that did that in united states as I was married in Texas and I saw it because we live together with Mexican people. But many American people like it, especially black people like this to eat. And I am only thinking about where it has been. But of course, uh, I eat sausage and it have also nowadays is we can eat the skin on the sausage but it's not 
done from animals today, so it's cleaner. But uh, that what I come to know, and uh, in Polish the name is flaki. So uh, when we were to a restaurant in Poland and. We always check out so we didn't order flaky on the menu. <coughs> so uh, I I learned some Polish. Tinko Yaya. I can't. Uh, it's hard today when when I have other languages to speak. Um, I know the, the Polish words, many words, but it's hard for me to pronounce it. Koperka, tak, many of these words. Um, so, this uh, young girl come with us in our car back to Sweden and and she taught uh, my daughter English and it, it was so <coughs> we were so happy when we heard our daughter speaking in English and one morning laying in in the bed and uh, my daughter had wake up and and it was when she started the school when she was six years old and uh, she said that uh, to the our pair i want that dress she said <laughs> what <laughs> that was the first time we heard her speak English and then we started to speak English to our daughter because uh, in the school she she speaks Swedish so it was we were thinking it was okay to speak English to her so she learned uh, English and her father and I speak also German uh, so she learned the German also, and, and uh, she could speak five languages. And when she was in the school, she wanted to learn more languages. She wanted to learn Chinese and Russia, and the teacher said to her that. Five languages is, is enough for you. you. Your brain can't take uh, take too much languages. But I'm not pretty sure of it. If, if she couldn't uh, learn more languages. But uh, she know it today. She know Russia. Because... Um, uh, the sh uh, her church, they have every summer. It's coming, 
uh, young people from Ukraine. They have Ukraine people and to volunteer to help in the summer when they do business. And um, some of them find a, a man in, in the church. So uh, my daughter's church have many people from Ukraine that is married to church members. And I have hope that my daughter should be married, but but the pastor, he say that it's he that uh, that tell people if they are if they it's okay for them to marry. And my daughter, she is only a slave uh, in that church, so she is not allowed to be find a man or, or married and so uh, they stopped me in that way to to get any grandkids from her and uh, it's so selfish to do these things that the pastor do I don't know if he still are doing it but for about 10 years ago that that what he said to someone that I know not not lie about it it was true so then it's uh, I think uh, and hope that is something very positive that what is going to happen now um, I don't know if if she have start to to see what I'm uh, I'm telling people about it if she maybe have listened at the podcast for example I don't know it's a um, but uh, I have talking uh, about uh, about her in that way when uh, after God come and talk and uh, uh, first for many years I, I I was not sure who was it that was talking to me. Uh, I knew it was God that was talking to me, but I didn't know if it was Jesus as God or if it was the God that we can't see. And uh, I had evidence that I didn't see God talking to me. I only heard him talking in the air. But that make me not really understood who was the one that was talking to me in 2000. But then he he say who he was. And later on, it was like I was full of learning other things than to learn who was the God that was talking to me. 
in year 2000. But uh, he, uh, he say who he was because he said to me that your daughter, my daughter was with me when God come. And uh, God say, your daughter is going to be allowed to carry a baby in her womb. He said that to me, God, and I was very happy. But my daughter was only 15 years, one five year in that time. And, um, and, she, and she couldn't have any babies. She had no ovier. And um, so uh, when God was saying that to me, that she was, she should be allowed to carry a baby in her womb, I started to laugh inside me. And uh, uh, already there I was thinking God, even if I didn't know God. I was thinking God because I was saying to myself inside me, I said, this is not God. Because if it was God, he should know that my daughter can't have a baby. That's what it was here 2000. So the technology in this uh, have developed so much nowadays. And... um, so so I laugh a little saying this. If it is God that's talking to me, then he should know that my daughter can't have a baby. And I laugh inside me, and not loudly. But then God was saying to me that you laugh like Abraham you, he said, you laugh like Sarah did, he said. And I didn't know who is Sarah because I didn't read the Bible. Uh, and uh, read the Bible in that time, I didn't know. I was not in the church. I didn't know who Sarah was. So God said to me a little later, he said, you laugh Laugh like Sarah did and Abraham, he said, when I told them, he said to me. So that's, that was the proof, the evidence that it was God before Jesus, the first <laughs> Elohim, God, Yah and whatever people say his name is. It's so much fight about God's name. And God knows when we talk to him, he don't need to have a name because he he can. He knows that we are talking to him without that we need to to say his name and then uh, and then uh, in uh, about about uh, one two months later I find uh, a newspaper on 
internet and uh, where they were talking about egg donation. Uh, so I, I, uh, I call this professor that did these things. It was not allowed in Sweden to do egg donation. But uh, she was from Finland and so she was doing that in Finland and we could do it in England also, but not in Sweden. And But they were talking about that on the internet. So I called this professor and the professor, she was interested. So she said that uh, I should come come to Stockholm to to her research center where she was in Huddinge and uh, and she wanted to talk to my daughter and me about it uh, and so we come up to Stockholm and uh, this professor she said that she could help my daughter to to get children. She said that uh, uh, the, all the girls' babies is born with egg in them. Uh, it's not egg doesn't grow uh, inside the body. It's already there in the birth time uh, when we are born. And but in some or other way, uh, the egg is, doesn't come out uh, on on some women, she says. So, but I can go in and take out the egg from your daughter, and then I freeze them the egg down so she can use them. The day when she want to have a chil- mm-hmm. when she want to have children, my daughter was only fifteen, so that it was not uh, in that time. It was for the future. So the professor say uh, to me that make me believe in and know there is a God, because she the professor she say that your daughter she she can carry a child in her womb so so she can have a baby in her womb and we can place egg inside her that day when she wants to have a child and when i i have to sign a paper uh, that I gave away my daughter's body to to the science research um, and when I write my name the professor say that she she can't have a baby but she can carry a baby in her womb and I stop and what I was thinking exactly that was what God told me about uh, maybe two months earlier and who could say that to me 
about the future if it was not God that could tell me that should happen. And then uh, I'd be very confused uh, through the years that my daughter never got any children. But we have to to really think about what God is saying. Uh, and it's also in the Bible that or where God is talking that we have to really understand what he, he is saying. We have to really pondering think about every word what is what was it really god was saying so after many years waiting for a grandkid and that my daughter should be married and get grandkids then i understood god was saying that should my daughter should be allowed to have a child in her womb that's what he said, was saying. And that doesn't mean that he say that my daughter should have a child. That was not a promise. He said she w- should be allowed to carry a, womb, a child in her womb. And she, she become allowed to carry a child in her womb of that professor that's so the professor say told me what God say have told me already it it was not uh, that she should have a a child but but I still are hoping it and uh, and then uh, be then it uh, becomes scary when they, when I read about it that all those egg that is frozen uh, that they have for for people to be pregnant have a shil- children that those egg is going to be destroyed those egg uh, after five years. And I was scared. But then I started to think that my daughter, she is, she have the egg in the science research centers freeze. Those are frozen in a special place. So that's not in the law about to destroy them. Um, and it was the same that the professor say that my daughter could could uh, be pregnant even if it was not in a law about egg donations uh, but the professor say this is research center so we are not in in the law we are not in, in this low to what we can do and not to do that only thing is about the money 
you need to ask for money for us to take out the egg from your daughter and freeze them. It cost much money, very much money. And uh, in the same time, I had to go. I have to go and be homeless in the United States. So I never could ask for money for to do this research. And I was in United States and I had no money and was homeless. But I, I go to the library every day and I could, could be on the internet in the library. So I, I uh, uh, check up, I, I, I look at on the internet if there was some clinics that did this uh, with the egg donations. And I come to know uh, a doctor in New York that did it. And I wrote to him and asked him if he could help me. And uh, and he said he could help me, uh, and he could talk to the Swedish clinic about this with money, uh, and they could work together with this. And he said to me one day that uh, he make an appointment that I should come to New York, and I was in Virginia Beach. And I did. My daughter was with me the summer in 2002, and I didn't have any money. But then I had come to be a friend with a with a pastor that was a Methodist church, and he liked me, and he could speak a little Swedish. And, and so he was uh, willing to help me. So he gave me money for to could travel to New York with my daughter. So I got the money from that church. That church is is the church that have helped me most of any church, uh, the Methodist Church in Virginia Beach. Uh, so we we took the the Greyhound bus up to New York, my daughter and I, and we come to this clinic, and when and he check out my daughter, and then uh, when she come back to Sweden, after some months, uh, my daughter said that she have got the money. They have got the money for to do their research and take out the egg. So the, they did it on her. So that's that's a blessing. If she want to have, uh, if she met, meet a, um, a man and then she want to have children. Uh, it doesn't matter how, what age she is in because she have a egg that is from when she was 15, 16 years old. Uh, so th- she can carry them. 
them. She can carry a baby in her womb if it's if there will happen one day that she may meet a man. So that can be a very nice blessing. And then it was, of course, a blessing for me. Unfortunately, was it not for my daughter because she didn't understood what was going on. Uh, but for me, it was that uh, when I signed a paper uh, at the professor clinics, uh, then I it really sink in into me that it was God that was talking to me, and I heard His voice, and I know when God is talking to me because I know his voice. It's many that have said that to me. Now I'm talking about pastors, preachers that have said to me you don't know who is talking to you. And then they thinking about the devil talking to me. And I say that I know who is talking to me because he was talking the first time in 2000 so uh, there is no mistake who is talking to me so uh, and I have told you that the devil have another voice than than God God is bum 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 do so do boo boo like that and the devil is, oh, can you do this smooth, be like a, like a snake going into you, into your ear, like that. Want to be your friend. But God, when he's talking, he is clear. It's a, like a command, commander talking to the soldier, soldier, military. It's so different. So it's no doubt. And then, then I hear what he's saying also. That, and uh, most everything that God have talking, told me have coming through. Even in, in the beginning, uh, when he started to talk to me, everything had come in true. So I know it's, it's God that I'm talking to me. It's only the devil that tried to make me think and doubt that it's God that is talking to me. And they, and they envy me. So they they don't want me to hear from God. They want themselves to hear from God. So that's why they they're saying this uh, me- mentally this abusive uh, talking. Uh, the I have 
I don't know. I I don't remember the word. They when they hurt you in in your feeling emotional. This um, I had it on my lips, but now it's gone. But you know, when when people are saying something that hurt, it hurts so bad, so it hurt your heart. You know, uh, and they do that many preachers to me through this all these years. But I know who is talking to me, and I know who who I am. I know I am. God's daughter, no one else's daughter. I'm the the daughter of God. And uh, I hope you you understand who you are. Because you are a child of God. It's... um, it's about um, how far you are coming to be close to God. But God knows your future. Even if you don't know it yet. But God knows your future. He knows from the, before you are born until you coming home to him. He knows your whole lifespan. So I can tell you that you are a child of God, even if you don't know God yet. But it will come a time when you are, you know that you are a child of God. You can be, I have some listener that I know that is a child of the devil. But God is going to change you. He's on his way to change you to be a child of him, of God. And it's only a lie. It's only a lie in your mind and in your heart. But one day, God will clean you up. And you become a child of God. What you are today is most of, mostly, especially when you listen here on my podcast, what you are today is not what you are in the future. It's what... People have say you are, and uh, records tell you what, who you are today. But God knows your future, and the future have something else for you than what you have today. God see your whole lifespan, and you are. The child of God. Thank you for listening. Oh, it was so much spirit here. (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so thankful.
that I have my Father God with me. Thank you for listening.